So let's talk about dating and relationships. Let's do it. Let's go. So what do you think are some of the primary things that motivate people to date? Um, wanting to have stability and having someone else in their circle, feeling as though they have a support system. Someone's who I'm wanting to. Those are um those are pretty pretty solid assumptions too because they they kind of motivate people to date they motivate people to seek close connections and to expand on the connections they've already built. What do you think is something that leads to the dissolution of um, relationships? Like what makes people break up? Um, ego, pride, dishonesty. Trust. The list goes on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of the um, the core fundamentals or like the foundation of all of those elements are um, issues with, you know, being true to self and of course communication, right? Because if you're not true to who you are, then you can't necessarily be true to someone else and you'll struggle with that piece. Um, and you won't be able to communicate clearly who you are because you don't even know where to start. So I agree with that. And I also feel as though a lot of people, mainly a lot of females, but a lot of people tend to lose who they are trying to satisfy their partner or their significant other or trying to gain attention and affection from whoever it is that they're seeking attention and affection from, they tend to lose themselves. And sometimes it's, it's so deep that they, it, they, they take a moment in order to bounce back in order to find out that they're tripping, that they were just going out their way for something momentarily. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are definitely right on spot on with that one. <laughs> um, oftentimes people do find themselves in situations where they're lost and they don't know who, you know, they are essentially anymore because they are trying to fit the, fit the bill, so to say, or they, people put up a facade. So they put on a mask of who that person may be impressed with. And then after however long, and they can't carry up that same facade, carry on with that same facade and can't continue that same line of behavior. And then things, become cluttered you know definitively speaking of who and how they are to function in the relationship and people are no longer getting their needs met um and i feel like this is probably something that is a major issue in most relationships whether it be an intimate partner relationship business partner relationship mom daughter relationship cousin cousin and friend relationship you know what i mean (laughs) Yeah, but I think it all stems down to just being honest. Like, a lot of people go into situationships, let's call it, um, off the mere fact of it being a motive behind it. Like, if a lot of people just put what they wanted out on the table versus, okay, well, let me tell you this, because I know if I tell you this, then perhaps you're going to act within A, B, and C range, which is what I want you to do ultimately, as opposed to me just telling you, look, this is what I want. Either you're going to do it or you're not. Mm 
Right, right. Communication and um, communicating your expectations is very important. And um, literally, that's that's kind of the platform that is used to build healthy relationships. However, a lot of people don't know how to do that. You know, these aren't like innate skills. So skills that they automatically know how to do or have been trained to do or even the modeling behavior in their family system, you know, doesn't reflect that, you know. So it's hard for a lot of people. And nobody sits down and have that conversation. So what do you think is something that could be helpful, you know, with couples wanting to enter into a, a vetting situation to build a relationship? What do you think is an important element for a topic of discussion when they sit down initially? I mean, just to state your likes and your dislikes, but when you have that conversation, like people listen to tone in and to see if it's something on there that's going to strike them as opposed to paying attention. Like you meet somebody and you have this conversation with this person. I'm pretty sure a lot of the red flags that come up that seem to be issues later on down the road came up somewhere within those first three months or six months of you guys talking. You just didn't pay attention to it because you wasn't emotionally or you didn't have your feelings attached to the situation. So it didn't bother you. So do you think it is more so that they don't have their feelings attached or would you say it's more so of that person just wasn't showing who they actually were just yet? Because people can put on a facade for six months to a year. I've I've seen clients in therapy where <laughs> They've, they've literally been very good at wearing that mask for a length of time. And sometimes the elements of their true self don't start even coming out until the second year. And by now, they're even unfamiliar with that element of self. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think it's all, um, as far as females go, I mean, and males as well. It's not just the female thing. But um, I would have to say that it will all start with the foundation of home like if you're validated at home and you're shown that you're appreciated and everything else like you're more confident in who you are as a person growing up so it's like with all the validation that you're getting at home you're not going out looking for another person to validate you you're able to set your standards and keep your boundaries where they are and you're not afraid of anybody walking out or afraid of being lonely and being by yourself because you're looking at it like I have my plans I have my goals this is what I want and this is what I'm going to accept I'm not going to settle for nothing less so I think it more so starts with how you're raised and the type of attention and stuff that you get as a child growing up until adolescent and adulthood and so forth and so on okay A lot of people tend to deal with stuff that they don't want to deal with or know that they shouldn't be dealing with because they don't want to be lonely or for financial stability or I get clout or I get reputation or brownie points just because I'm your boyfriend or I'm your girlfriend. So it's like they're insecure. Mm. So you think that being with the ideal person or a person who has lots of popularity gives them or replaces the insecurities that they have? A lot of the times it does. Okay. Because a lot of people's insecurities tend to be covered with materialistic items. So if 
I feel a certain type of way and nobody knows this. I mean, I'm in the spotlight. I'm in the glitz and glam. I'm getting this. Like, nobody knows what it is that can hurt me or break me. And I'm getting showered with all this attention and everything else that comes along with it. So what do you think happens when when all of that still doesn't satisfy and, and that's what's what's yearning to be nurtured and, and developed inside of them. What do you think happens at that point? Um, I think that's when a lot of people turn into that whole major depression and drug binge and like they're they're not happy. Like you can have a million dollars, all the riches in the world, but if you have nobody to share with and you're genuinely unhappy you just have a lot of materialistic and a lot of possessions you're you're still not happy Mm -hmm. you're right you're right according to the famous philosopher glasser um he's he calls that failure identity he's he's the author and the founder of reality therapy and and you're right actually that that does he was very much on to something then and i do feel like when people get so lost in to the masks or wearing the masks every single day of their lives in relationships. I think essentially when, when reality does catch up with them, it is disheartening and it does cause mental illness and emotional instability because at the end of the day, they don't know how to fall, fall or where to fall or who to call because they, they've not been authentic with anybody around them. So it's like, okay, so who am I essentially now, you know? And they're they're so lost. Yeah, that's like being an actor or actress your whole life, and then all of a sudden it's just cut. Now you have to deal with reality. Like you don't know which way to turn, who to go to, how to do basic stuff that you should have been brought up or necessarily that you should have experienced at least once or twice in your life. Now you have to figure it out because you've worn this mask and lived this double life for so long and now it's time for you to come back to reality of who you are and a lot of people become saddened and <laughs> um, depressed by it because it's like, okay, when I was, in my mind, I'm this reality star. I'm this A-list celebrity, but when I accept the reality of it, I'm nobody, like, Nobody cares about me if I don't have the latest Jordans on or if I don't have the latest Gucci belt with the hottest um, Dolce and Gabbana. Like, nobody knows who my name is. So it's, uh, I think it's, it's, all for an att- it's all for attention just to be accepted. And I agree. I think maybe you're right on and you're on to something. You know, a lot of young people, I think, have gone that direction. And it's a lot of older people as well. It probably just wasn't as bad as I when I was coming up. It's a little bit different dynamic now. But I think a lot of young people have this um, perception of life as, okay, well, you're winning if you have a fancy car or something. So it's not about investment. It's not about long term you know, accommodations in life. It's about being able to flash this thing or that thing or wear this particular fad or this particular fad in the moment and being able to afford these items. So I think you are definitely on to something. So I know that we're probably going to get cut off in like the next three minutes or so. 
if you could say one thing at dinner to a potential partner and you feel like that one thing could set you up for a positive conversation that actually revealed who they were, what do you think would be the right thing for you to say? Um, what would you want me to know if the tables was turned and I was you? That's a that's a good way. That's a that's a good way to start things off. But to sit, to be honest, like you want somebody that's different than you, right? So you don't want to be looking for the same things that they're looking for. How about maybe let's have a real discussion about who we are as people and how that could potentially impact us in a relationship. So let's put all of our negative attributes on the table. You know, tell me the things about you that you feel are the most negative or are, may prevent you from going into a relationship and why. And do you plan on working on these things? You know, those are good places to start because then at least on front, you have all the flaws. Yeah, I totally agree. But when I said as far as tell me something that you would want to know, I meant more so as like a vice versa type of thing, like. You want to know about me, so as much as I want to know about you. So if you wanted to know anything about me, what would it be? What would you tell me about yourself right. if you had to find out about me? Okay, okay. I like that. I do. I do. It has been amazing having this conversation with you. I hope somebody can learn from this because it's really, really good when – I, I think when, when young people can express their views, um, especially on relationships, because that's a really sensitive area because, you know, a lot of young people only seek friends with benefits now. And so I, I think this will be great information for them. I'm definitely going to share it on my page and I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thank you. Me too. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You do too. Hey everybody, welcome back to Reality Bites with your star host, me. <laughs> so, in this segment, we're going to have a little bit to talk about. And it's going to come from quite a couple of different things. So, I'm trying to get in the, <clears throat> in the midst of this whole podcast thing and try to do it on a normal basis. But today I'm going to talk about hurt people hurting people. And simply put, you can't love somebody else until you love yourself. Why? It's simple. Because hurt people hurt people. They don't do it intentionally. But sometimes your greatest intentions come, your greatest heartaches come from your best intentions.